0: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools podcast and talk radio show. We are on 103.7 FM WKOM, and we are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. We are on location again this week, huh, Mike? Mike, back, tell the listening home. audience
2: where we're at, because you were about to say it. We are in my old home digs, Cullioca uh, Unit School, where I taught high school English for nine years, if I remember right. Here, Coach, You feel uh, right at home, don't you? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm back back where I know where I am. <laughs> there you go.
1: We are, again, at Cullioca Unit School on location. We are with the Blue Knights, and of course not to be confused with the Blue Angels. I, I said that earlier, and I thought it was kind of cool. Um, we were with the Blue Knights at Kalioka Unit School with... Mr. Butch Sutton, who is the criminal justice teacher here and also the commandant for the Blue Knights. Welcome, Butch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Butch, I'm going to go around the table a second, but let's tell our listening audience a little bit about you. You've been at Kalioka School, unit school for a while, and obviously been teaching here for a while, and you are the uh, commandant for the Blue Knights. So tell our listening audience that doesn't know you a little bit about yourself.
3: Well, I'm a 19-year veteran of law enforcement. Uh, And several years ago, 2007, uh, the CTE department here decided they were going to do criminal justice, and uh, they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. I like that. (laughs) I I loved it, too.
1: (laughs) Were you a military vet? No, I wasn't.
3: I was just law enforcement.
1: Law enforcement? Were you like a sheriff's department or local police? I've
3: always been uh, municipal, local. Okay, uh, local. City
1: police. All right. Well, man, we're glad you're having us out here in Kalioka on the show, and we're going to have um, a good time talking about the Blue Knights, and I mean, you brought with you a couple of your Blue Knights. You have a commander and a colonel here today, right? So that I'm going to go around correct. the table. Would you like to introduce them? Would you like to introduce our first guest right
4: here?
3: Andrew? Yes, sir. Andrew Garland, what is your rank? Uh, commander, sir. And uh, are you in charge of anything?
4: Pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. I, pretty agree. Much
3: everything.
1: I couldn't <laughs> Pretty agree much more. everything. I like that. Andrew, you're a sophomore, right? Yes, sir. And here at Kalioka Unit School, how long have you been at this unit school? Uh, since kindergarten. That is so cool. So that is what? Uh, let me see. Uh, sophomore, 10, 11 years? Yes, sir. 11 years in the same school. And so when you were young, you got to witness the interaction with all the different levels here. I think it's really cool. It's like a big family, Chuck. or, or uh, Butch. It's it's quite amazing to me that we have these unit schools in our county. And every time I come to a unit school or talk to somebody, I walk away with this feeling like, wow, what a cool thing! What a great thing! I didn't go to a unit school. I went to a you know fifteen hundred. I had fifteen hundred in my class. Yeah. So it was a huge, huge high school. Um, you didn't know everybody. And I imagine in a in a school like Kalioka Unit School, you tend to know a lot more people. And you get to interact with it. I like to call them little people, which I have some of my own, my grandkids, of course. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrew. And, you
4: know, what are your plans, um, say, after school? Uh, like I said, I've been here since kindergarten. I've tried to keep my grades as high as possible uh, on a roll since I can remember. Um in the future I'd possibly maybe be going to the military. Cool. Anything
1: that in, in specific specifically in military you're looking to do, like officer
4: or or something like that, or technical or anything? Uh, um I'd probably say either an MP or which is military police mm-hmm. or a um, one of the Marines in the twenty one marching. Okay.
1: Well, we're so happy you're on the show today. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Blue Knights, but I want to make sure we get all of our guests on the show. And next to you, we have Mr. Isaiah Jones. Welcome, Isaiah.
5: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I've been at the school since kindergarten as well. And
1: All right, so that'd be 10 years for you. No, 12 years for you. Yes, you're a sir. junior. Yes, sir. All right. And do you have any big plans after high school?
5: Um going to the Marines. Uh Straight out of high school, isn't that the Semper Fi? See, yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. And then I am gonna try to get a Marshawk, which is the special forces for the Marines. Wow,
1: that sounds pretty intense. When you say the word special forces, I think of some of the movies I've seen in, from Hollywood and the special forces people. You know, wow, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. And your rank in the Blue Knights is the level of Colonel. You yes, sir, that sounds pretty high up there. I like that. Yeah, I am third in charge. Third in charge. So I've got number one being Mr. Sutton, number two being Mr. Garland, and number three, you, Mr. Jones, right? Yes, sir. So I've got the top three ranking Blue Knights in the room. That's pretty impressive, isn't it, Mike? Oh, yeah.
2: And uh, this is an impressive organization, uh, honestly. I I was – when I first came in, um, I was – you know, I was the athletic athletic coach, English teacher, and, and stuff like that. We, as a unit school, tends to do. We tend to share a lot of uh, a lot of kids. And uh, first met Butch, basically first met Butch in a situation where we had uh, conflict in schedules. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> uh, we had uh, we had a, a couple of young men that were both trying to play sports for me and uh, march for him, and uh, we had to sit down and and, and talk about it and. Uh, worked it out, you know. Got everything all straightened out, and then as I stayed here and paid more, you know, got to see more of what they were doing. Became more and more impressed with this organization and uh, what they do, and what they do for the school, what they do for the students that are involved in it. Um, I, I think it's a fantastic organization. They do, they they do a lot, and really, would like for them to kind of toot their own horn. Yeah, we absolutely. Get into this. We're going to go so. ahead
1: and do that. Um, and and we came out here to talk to you guys, the Blue Knights, today. Um, we were actually in the studio after a show talking about, you know, hey, we'd like to get some ROT, ROTC folks in the show. And immediately, because uh, Coach Mike Lyle had been here at Kalioka, he says, well, we need to get out there and talk to the Blue Knights. And I said, what's that? And he kind of explained to me what it was. And then I called um, Principal Penny Love and I said... Who runs the Blue Knights? And she hooked me up with Mr. Sutton. And so, Mr. Sutton, let's let you tell our listening audience. Okay, it's not ROTC. No, it's not ROTC. So tell us, like, where, how it came about, and what what the Blue Knights really are. Well,
3: initially in two thousand eight is when when I started here in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Uh, I was directing. The, I took over their theater program, and. Uh, which is another career I had. Uh, and I showed a video to the guys that were in the theater program of the Marching 21, the Marine Corps silent drill team. And they said, Well, we want to do that. Uh oh. So I said, Okay, we can go out back and we can figure out what they're doing and work through it. So it got, it exploded. And a lot of young, young men and women wanted to do that, particularly the rifle spinning. I mean, when these guys spin a rifle, they're spinning M1 Garands mm-hmm. uh, that are—they're not even demilled. They couldn't be. They couldn't put a bullet in it. But what they can do is weigh nine and a half pounds.
2: Yeah, there you go. And, and a ten-pound rifle, basically. Yeah. Yes, that's a lot of rifle.
3: Throwing it around <laughs> and
1: spinning it around. Wow.
3: This, Andrew here can spin two at once.
1: That's impressive, Andrew. Yes, sir. All right. So tell us a little bit more about the history of this. And, and I, you kind of alluded to you, you sparks their interest back in 2008 by showing them something with the Marching 21 silent drill team. I guess that's the Army or Native, Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Um, Marines, right? You there, there you go. You could join their drill team. Um, I was talking to Isaiah, by the way. Um tell us a little bit more about that you know okay you'd showed them the video they liked it and so you initiated it and well
3: do? we we had a weekly practice there was only six or seven guys that were there and a, and a couple of girls who were outspending the guys bar none but we at first we didn't have nine and a half pound rifles we had little wooden parade mm-hmm. model rifles that They broke on a regular
1: basis. There you go, and much lighter, I'm sure. (laughs) Much, much lighter. But something you would see in a a flag, flag corp on a band. Yes. Yeah,
3: Yeah. Yes. And we, lots of the students began to watch what we were doing because we'd be after school and outside and stuff and like I want to do that. I want to do that. At one point we had 30 36 37 members.
1: That sounds like fun.
3: And we would do it was and we would do uh ball games, uh color presentations and and stuff and we did we got uniforms from Walmart. <laughs> so can't beat that. <laughs> hey, no. And I'd wear them today. But then it started turning into something serious mm-hmm. uh the opportunity to teach discipline and all of the aspects of industry and and uh discipline 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 right. and uh, it's uh when I was in law enforcement, my caseload was predominantly child victim okay, okay? and you know, that obviously is not uh, a lot of fun. No, And the, the environment, maybe, maybe out of the 19 years, I helped, really helped one kid. Mm-hmm. It's different here. It's a target-rich environment.
1: So I you can, can help kids
2: every day.
3: I can reach out and touch mm-hmm. and try to make, have some influence on, uh, on their future.
2: Absolutely! Don't, don't don't let him kid you. It's ahead, not Mike. some. There's not a little. I There's understand. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot, and he he is a mentor for a lot of people, including uh, a lot of teachers around here. So you
1: implemented this program. Did you implement it in
2: 2008, or was it
1: shortly after? We uh, we implemented the program in
3: 2009.
1: 2009. Yeah. Okay. And now the the name Blue Knights is that um, something that you joined or created?
3: We created the name Blue Knights because it is in reference to law enforcement.
1: Okay. I like it. Yeah.
3: we The the guys did, too. Well, they came up with a bunch of names. Some of them.
1: I not don't so think, good, right? Nah, right not I so got good. You. He's yeah. shaking, I'm shaking my head. no, yeah, the no, the no. No, <laughs> no, going no. Let's not go into the names or anything. But. but
3: then they hit on Blue Knights. They liked it. I liked it. I said, this is appropriate for what we do.
1: And here we are. It was two thousand nine. We're in the year two thousand and twenty two, and the program is still growing strong, right?
3: Yeah, it's still it's still going. COVID hit us really oh, of hard. Of course, hit everybody. Yeah, we don't have thirty five members, but we we have enough members that we can do a really good routine. We're working on it now.
1: And, and it's my understanding, did you did you want to share something, um, Andrew? You were you were asking. Go well, ahead and ask him. Go ahead.
3: He is Andrew and mr jones here they are andrew does most of the work on the routines mr jones here is our trainer for spinning and uh you we've we've been struggling with uh, routine lately talk about talk about a routine and what we go through
4: um, we've usually been going back and forth each practice, making sure everyone knows their counts and what they're supposed to do, and then they can execute that correctly every time. Um, we're trying to go ahead and get rifles implemented into it that uh, Mr. Jones will be working on.
5: Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: we like putting to each you, other man. in the spots here. <laughs> Tell know. us
5: about that, Colonel. Well, we, do, we have this color called green. Okay. Before you can be put in routine, you have to learn green. Because okay. when we're doing the routine, we're learning. You're doing the moves that are in green. It's, it may be simple, but it looks real good when we're all doing it together and in the same. When so model.
1: when you're practicing, do you use a, um, a lighter instrument or no,
5: no instrument? Uh, when we uh, practice routine, we're doing uh, – when we add rifles, it's the M1s. That's, we don't use –
1: So you don't use a lighter wooden one in, to practice. But you practice without an instrument to get your routines down –
5: Well, we learn the counts first, Mm -hmm. and then when we get the counts done, we add the rifles and the movements for the rifles later so they know the counts, and they can put the counts with the rifle movements.
1: All right. That sounds really cool. Um, It it reminds me, um, I tried out for drum major when I was in high school. I was into music. I was a musician, and I didn't get the position because I didn't really know how to twirl. And the guy that got the position was a friend of mine, and he goes, I got this. And I'm like, no, you don't. I'm better. I'm, you know, we had a little competition going on. And, man, he got up there, and he could twirl and throw things and, and do the things. And I was like, okay, I'm in trouble now. And, and he became our <laughs> drum major, and he was great at it. Um, so I never learned how to do any of the stuff like you're talking about, where the routines and spinning r- rifles and, or batons or whatever it is. I find that really fascinating. Um, that you have that ability to do that and teach each pe- each person, and it's in sync too, right? You say I mean, that's so important that you got to be in sync, not the music band. The the
5: actual performance in sync has to be perfectly timed, correct? Because if we're not, the routine doesn't look good, yeah. and we're just made fun of. So.
1: Yeah, because I've seen, I don't know if I've seen the Marching 21 silent drill team, but I've seen some of these on, te- on television where these guys are presenting colors or arms and stuff, and they are they don't miss a beat. Mm. You know They are right on
2: target. Well, I'll also, uh, in you know, observation of previous years, uh, their routines are such that if they're not in timing, if they're not in proper timing or in sync with each other, as you say, somebody's going to get hit with a, yeah, with a flying yeah. rifle. So, yeah. <laughs> so they, they've got them? to have it right. Do uh, they throw them
1: in the air? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's a ten-pound item going up in the air, spinning.
3: How how high would you say that uh, you occasionally practice throwing a rifle?
4: Uh, I about nearly hit the uh, gymnasium ceiling.
1: That's
3: pretty <laughs> high up there.
4: Yeah, and that's ten-pound ca- and
3: he catches it.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, you know I would I wish we had uh, video capabilities to show our listening audience maybe we can capture a little video and share it on the on our podcast so people can visit the po- the website um com and visit the big yellow school bus and there is a podcast section there and coach Lyle will add all the recordings after we've done the radio broadcast he'll add them to the uh podcast and it's really easy i think for him to add a little video segment so we could do a bonus clip there He's little, giving me that sideways head look, like, easy? We'll um, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have... If I can't
2: do it, I'll find somebody who can. Well, so. <laughs> I can always help. I'm
1: very technical. I'd love to have, a, like, a small video clip of showing what the Blue Knights do in one of your performances. And how much time do we have left before the break? You've got about um about three minutes. All right, about three minutes. So I'll save my next topic until after we come back from the break. I just really want to talk more about... Um, some of the things that has led to this, you know. Now, Blue Knights is a name just at Kalioka Unit School, or has that taken off?
3: Well, there are there are many organizations around, but they the have world their own name.
1: That's yeah.
3: We're, this is just our name. This is not a national organization of young police officers, or uh, it's not the Explorer Unit. The Explorer okay. Unit is a Boy Scout unit that does ride alongs with law enforcement and we're we're not going to do that here. But uh, my blue Knights, I would encourage any blue Knight that wants to, to do the Explorer program because it really is a, uh, a uh, good learning and development.
1: Well, I'll say Chuck, I can echo that because I actually did that in high school and I had a blast until I got scared (laughs) because something serious was taking place. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to stay in the car. And I was like hiding below the dash because this was getting, there was fighting and they were, the cop, the the police officer uh, basically had a confrontation and, you know, he won the confrontation, of course, and arrested the individual. But it was very nerve wracking to me as a high school student at that point in time. We're talking uh, early 80s is when I did that. And it was a fascinating journey. And you you had almost the whole shift with the officer. And it was a lot of fun because most of the night was just like, wow, I didn't know you did that. Wow, I didn't know you did that. So things like that. <laughs> I highly encourage it, too. Um, it's something you should experience. And, and it's, it's interesting, even if you don't choose that career path. But if you do, it's a must if you're thinking about it.
3: Well, co- uh, Columbia and Murray County. Has two explorer units, one for law enforcement and one for firefighting.
1: Yeah, I just had the firefighters on last week, and they told us a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good organization, and uh, Ty Cobb does an amazing job with the, the Murray County Fire Department. Yeah,
1: who do we have on, Chris Chumley?
2: Yeah. yeah, Chris
1: Chemley yeah, yeah. came on the show with Hannah Miller and a, a recruit, a fairly new firefighter. I can't think of his name right offhand, but they were telling us all about uh, that program. Potts. Yeah, Mr. Potts. Potts yeah. Yep, yep. And these firefighters were telling us all about how they did it, how important it was. Even if you don't want to make that career path, it's very cool to get in there and learn about it. Well, I'm being told we need to take a break and get a word from our sponsors so they can help make keep the lights on. So we'll be back with... Chuck or Butch no, but. Butch Sutton with the Blue Knights after a word from our sponsors.
0: Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors.
1: This is folk singer Michael Jonathan, host of the Wood Song's Old Time Radio Hour. And you're listening to Front Porch Radio, WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia.
0: For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales.
4: Foodland is a full-service grocery store,
3: and its shelves are stocked downtown Columbia. The road's all paved. It's a great place to go. Barry is your hometown grocer. Barry, what's going on at Foodland this week?
5: Uh not too much. Had some good specials for everybody on this cold, wet day. We have your favorite some New York strip steak at six ninety nine a pound. Yummy. We have, we have sir chip roast, three ninety nine dollars 99 a pound. Uh, fresh hoe Boston butt pork roast, forty nine a pound. We have fresh collard greens or turnip greens this week, $0.69 cents a bunt. And assorted luck beans, 2 for a dollar.
1: Now, Barry, let's talk about your days and hours.
5: Okay, we're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m.
3: Okay, that's easy enough. Located in beautiful downtown Columbia on West 7th Street. And let's see, these specials, as always, run until close business next Tuesday and Wednesday morning, you'll have a new round of specials. That's correct. All right, Barry Rankin, stay warm and dry. All right, you too.
5: Appreciate
0: it. Here we go. Welcome back. You're listening to The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools.
1: Welcome back to The Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk, radio show, and podcast on 103.7 FM WKOM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Before the break, we were having a good time talking about what the Blue Knights are. I am here with Mike Lyle, Butch Sutton, who is the criminal justice teacher and the commandant for Blue Knights. I have Mr. Andrew Garland, he's a sophomore at Kaleoka Unit School and the commander. And Isaiah Jones, a junior at Kaleoka Unit School, and he is the colonel. Thanks, guys, for joining. I had a lot of fun in that first session. Let's talk a little bit more about where do you do these big competitions and spinning. We talked about doing a video and before the break and maybe placing it on maybe up on the YouTube and placing it on the um, podcast page. And we decided we we're going to actually do one that's coming up, right? Right. So you've got a big show coming up, and we're going to record it and then hopefully get that online. So if you're listening to the podcast or the radio show— In about two weeks, towards the end of the month of February um, 2022, we will go ahead and record the show that you guys do here at the school and put that video online so people can get an actual look at what the Blue Knights are doing here in Kalioka. All right, so tell us a little bit about performing. And anybody, if you guys can chime in, what is that all about? What do you guys perform? Where do you perform? Is there competition levels? Uh,
3: This is an exhibition Unit as opposed to a competition unit. Um, the Blue Knights started touring in 2010, and uh, our first first uh, exhibition was on board the uh, Enterprise, and the uh, that's parked in the New York uh, Harbor aircraft carrier. Yeah.
1: And, uh, I was thinking Star Trek, but yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I thought that's what uh, we were setting up. Oh, we're going to march on uh, some set thing. Right. But uh, after that, we've, uh, about once a year, have hit different uh, major locations. Williamsburg, we've marched at. Uh, the Yorktown. Uh, D.C. D.C. Uh, in front of, well, twice in D.C. We've... Uh, marched in front of the uh, uh, World War II memorial uh, on its dedication and then probably one of the biggest honors that Blue Knights have is we had four seniors uh, work with the Black Watch uh, at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and my kids presented the wreath and I I, that is amazing. It is. It's it's phenomenal.
1: What wow. year was that? Do you uh,
3: recall? I don't recall. Was it a
1: while ago? Probably five years ago. Oh, wow. That would have been amazing. Um, I've been to D.C. I've been to the, the, the wall. I've been to some of those uh, monuments up there. Spent uh, some time vacationing there with my family. Had a great time. But it was really interesting when you talk about the wall, mm-hmm. the Vietnam Memorial Wall. When you walk down to this wall and start looking at all the names, there becomes an eerie silence down there. Did you guys experience that when you visited there?
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, there's actually, a, when I was teaching here, uh, there was actually a, a poet who wrote about that that very same phenomenon, uh, that, that there was no guards, there's no people to tell you this, but when you step into that and you start going down that slope, he talks about the silence, the honor, you know, the... the, the the emotion, Yeah, it and, was. And, it's, and it was, it's amazing. It was really uh, and every,
1: Have you all been, young men? No, I haven't been. No? I, I highly recommend taking the trip there and, and experiencing it for yourself. It was something that just made me go, wow, you know, because you walk down those steps and you get down there and you see the names and an eerie silence was there. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Let's talk a little bit about... You have a the show that we're talking about recording at the end of February. what is it called uh, well normally it's called sweets and songs
3: uh, sweets and songs but okay we're not uh, serving sweets this time for obvious reasons for, okay because of covid but she my wife who is the director of the music department here uh, it does is still going to do the performance and in that performance uh, Blue Knights will be doing security for the event, and then they'll do um, the tribute, what we call the tribute. It's uh, the construction of the Soldiers' Cross, which honors um, all of the soldiers and marines who have paid the ultimate price. So it's a fallen soldiers' tribute. And and law enforcement officers. Yeah. Yeah, and that's – we usually bring a couple of old crusty men to tears with
2: that. Well, of course. Uh, from an outsider looking, it is probably one of the most, if not the most, uh, impressive uh, performances that they do. Uh, and I can tell, you can tell that they take a lot of great pride in it. I've seen, like I said, I was telling him, I've seen at least four different groups do it. Mm-hmm. And every one of them pulled it off. You know, immaculately. And uh, I'm looking forward to so this. is the performance
1: that we're going to come at the yeah. end of February. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, right. is, it is very, very. Is this open to the impressive. public?
1: Yeah, certainly. Give me the date and time. It's uh, February. I put it on my calendar. This January February
5: 26th at 7.
1: February 26th in Kalioka at 7 p.m. in the auditorium or? Yeah. In the auditorium. In the auditorium. Yeah. You could be impressed to see this show, I'm sure, from what I'm hearing. And I've got it on my calendar to come out and enjoy the show. Uh, Number one, I like music. Number two, I love to see these um, military-type routines. It sounds like it's going to be a great time. Um, And I'm really looking forward to the Fallen Soldiers tribute. Yeah, it's it's special. Yeah, it really does sound special. So let's talk about um the Blue Knights is part of a program in our our school district called the Career Technical Student Organization. Um, did somebody? Um, did you want to tell us a little bit more about that, Butch? Well,
3: yes, it is. It is a CTE. It didn't start out as a CTE organization. Okay. Blue Knights, but. It fit well into the CTSO, Career and Technical Student Organization, um, that uh, Miss Brown has has been our director.
1: That'd for be a while. Dr. Laurie Brown, Dr. who's Lori the Brown. Um, director of um, CTE at Murray County Public Schools. Right, yeah. and uh, part of that,
3: we have a Skills USA organization that, that most of the members are part of or will be part of as the year goes on. And it it is important for us to teach aspects of industry. Uh, what is it? What do you? How do you interview? How? Do, what are the aspects of leadership? And uh, that's part of what these guys are in right now. Are discovering what leadership means and the sacrifices that leadership brings on. Because I mean, leadership doesn't bring any benefit it just brings responsibility
1: yeah and i can see that you know we talked earlier in the show about the disciplinary parts of this and learning that and it, it's it's so vital and to learn these things and understand you know how to be a disciplined person let me ask you about you you guys do a lot of things here at the school and like um helping with um uh, Andrew, tell me what you guys do like with security. Do you guys help out with anything along that line, um, like events
4: or anything like that? Uh, for most of the uh, public events that we have here at the school, we'll work with the security, make sure nobody goes in certain places, make mm-hmm. sure everyone has the help that they need. Um, Out back, especially in the mornings, uh, we have run a traffic duty to help everyone.
1: Oh, that's cool. And I, I like that I said earlier in the show, uh, I get impressed when going to schools and seeing little people, the, just the, the young kids. And I had an occasion to be at my where my granddaughter goes to school at Baker Elementary School and helped with the car rider line. And it's so much fun greeting the kids because – at that age they're still excited to be at school you know they're excited to be getting out of the car and seeing everybody and i know that happens in middle and high school too i just don't see it right okay yeah let we'll <laughs> <Yeah. we'll laughs> leave that there on the table
2: but uh you know and they're they're humble about what they say running the car line here at calioka is is a challenge well yeah uh, we, we literally yeah we literally have two traffic lines coming through at all times, and they're running uh, roughly 15 to 25 cars through in each little wave right. that, that they do, and the responsibility of, of keeping the kids safe, and doing that, keeping this line moving at a timely fa- uh, manner, timely fashion, and, and stuff like that, uh, they do a really, really good job it re- doing it that. It reminds me of
1: like when I was a young man, I was on the safety patrol, where you got the little orange, little thing to put on your shoulder and you helped out with people coming in in the mornings and stuff and this is something that you're you guys do regularly right
5: Mm -hmm. yes i do it four day four times four days a week
4: four days a week and you uh about three or four as well we uh currently have a schedule for everyone so we have about eight people out back at a time every day that's fairly
1: cool. And, and that really helps the administration and the school here to keep the flow of people coming in and out and stuff like that. So I like that. Also, I don't know if this isn't the same. I have my notes here that you do work for the school. Is that kind of in the same avenue or is that something different?
3: Probably something a little different. We do, I do, and these two do a lot of work in the auditorium. Uh, preparing for different events, Uh, particularly we got one coming up Friday where they're going to do top ten. And we've got – well, we spent yesterday afternoon after school moving stuff and hauling stuff (laughs) and uh, uh, lumber mostly. And the day before – was it the day before that we tore down the –
2: It was was that Sunday.
3: Yeah, Sunday we tore down a huge construction. And uh, these two guys uh, are amazing.
2: Um, do you still have your this group in first period, or has that schedule changed?
3: I still have a group in a group first, first
2: period. I first do period. remember one of the things because my room happened to be close to one of the external doors. This Cullowoka uh, Unit School, if you it, it was built like a hospital, you know, it's been built a wing at a time mm-hmm. and got doors yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you know, they got doors around. everywhere, and one of their uh, big functions that while I was here was that they would literally go around the school and make sure every one of those doors were secured uh once the school day started and that was you know i don't know how many people ever talked to him about it but it was it was it, you know, as a teacher who was responsible for the safety of students it was it was a comfort to know that those doors are going to be checked
1: yeah that is, uh, and, that, that, and is stuff. Very and that was one of know. the things
2: that they did uh I, I do remember that and him marching his class through the hallways. <laughs> work, working on their uh, working on their discipline. So
1: <laughs> I got a question for you Andrew. Um you're a sophomore currently and you're are the commander of the Blue Knights and that's second position to commandant. Um what inspired you to be in this group? Did you see it early on cuz you've been here since um you were in kindergarten, right? Yes, sir. What yeah. inspired you to want to be part of the Blue Knights organization?
4: Well, I originally saw them on the uh, programs that the we do for Veterans Day now, and the Car rider line. I just thought, hey, that's cool. Let's join.
1: It is, and, you know. There's a lot of people that see the ROTCs at the other schools, and they they see that discipline and, and how cool it is, and, and they actually try to join those things. And I was just curious what inspired you. So you did see it as you were younger and growing up with it here, because it started in like 2008, 2009 timeframe. So it's been around since you've been here. Yes. And so let me ask you, What are, are, if you think back in the time you've been in there, how many years you've been in it? Uh, maybe six now. Six now? What was your favorite experience so far? If you can point one out or just give me a generalization of some experiences that kind of lump together. Uh,
4: my favorite is probably going on the second D.C. trip of our tour where we went to different places and not knowing where we're going to go. The whole
1: group went to Washington, D.C.? Yes, and that is kind of cool. I've been there myself. Um, that is a lot of fun to travel there. It's a,
4: a pretty amazing place to visit. What was really great about that trip? Um, just knowing that we get to go to all these historical places and the honor that we're showing it, everyone and performing for. And did you go to the Lincoln Memorial? I believe so, didn't Yes, we it? did.
1: It's so big. I mean, I walked up to it and what? Wow, they made this memorial so large. It's like it was – I didn't imagine it until – seen pictures, but it, it's different when you walk up to it and you're right there. Some of the stuff they're, – they're monumental. I mean, they're monuments, of course, but, I mean, everything seems so grandeur. They were so large. So that's a good uh, memory for you. Isaiah, same question.
5: Well, when I was in fifth grade, my friend was in it. So around October of that year, I joined, and – he got in a bunch of trouble, so I stayed in. <laughs> <laughs> and... We don't want to name any names, no. uh, but so
1: you 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 were interested because your friend was in it, and you decided to stay with it. And you've been in this Blue Knights how long now? Seven going on eight. Seven going on eight years, and you're junior, so you plan to finish out the, the your your high school with the Blue Knights, right? Yes, sir. What was one of your favorite um, moments?
5: Um, my first trip when we went to. The, um... Myrtle Beach. and Kind of love Myrtle Beach. And we performed on Yorktown, and we just got to tour it for the rest of the day. I've been to Myrtle Beach.
1: It's a, it's a fabulous place to visit. I don't know if I'd like to live there, but I liked visiting there. I've been there twice now. I went to a conference there, and then I took a vacation there. Um, great place to visit.
5: Um, what did you do at Myrtle Beach? When we perform, uh, Our last day there, we performed on USS Yorktown. And after that, we get to tour it and have fun, hang out with our friends. The
1: USS Yorktown, which is a battleship? Uh, aircraft cruiser, carrier. Aircraft carrier, okay. I
2: wasn't familiar with what one it of was. The, one of the more famous ones that served in World War II. Okay. Yeah. That must have been pretty cool. Yeah,
3: they performed on the flight deck uh, in front of this huge American flag. It was beautiful. Um,
5: would not it? The hangar bay?
3: Yeah. yeah it's, they also call that the flight deck.
1: Flight deck hangar bay yeah. with the large bag That sounds like a really cool time.
3: Uh, it was it was excellent. It was excellent. And, of uh, well, course, butch- uh, was it the group before you that had been there before? Uh, I think so. At where we spent the night on the Not- Yorktown. That was your group. That was my group. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You they- spent the night on it. Just- yeah. Uncomfortable? No, it was Other than the cots being like two inches thick, that's (laughs)
1: what I was
2: leading to. Uncomfortable, Uh, you know,
5: and only the the eighteen-inch slots. Yeah. Uh, So I was thinking the beds couldn't have been that great. Um, I mean, there was not many guys, so we all had a top bunk. So. Okay, yeah, Different so you a little bit better, yeah. Who had a top bunk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I didn't get a top bunk. Um, Butch, same question to you. I know you've been doing this since 2008, uh, 2009 timeframe, and you're the commandant for the group. But is there one moment that stands out and a memory that stands out that you'd like to share? Well, I mean, my my proudest moment
3: is when I had four seniors and Blue Knights um, present a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Yeah. I, that,
1: I, I couldn't. I wasn't even there, and I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it.
3: I, I was there, and I get goosebumps thinking about it.
1: Yeah, I can tell. I mean, I can see it on his face. You know, this is radio, so you can't see his face. But this is definitely something that you would have to think about. And presenting the wreath— to a the, the tomb of the unknown soldier yeah that is huge
3: oh and they they got the ones who did it got to go into the area where they where the the guard prepares and they were instructed by the guard on what to do and and it was just it was because they have
1: a guard there 24 7 365 right. all the time And there their shifts are how long 30, 30, 30 minutes yeah, 30. Yeah. so every 30 minutes they have somebody come in and switch out
2: right yeah but that's uh, as if you've watched the film the any any video you watch of the of the soldier of the guards does not do it justice it is a very intense 30 minutes uh, I, I can't
1: stand still for 30 minutes everything
2: is, you don't stand still
1: oh that's uh, true you don't
2: they they're going back and forth but it is such a precise movement uh all the time and when they say 24/7 365 they mean 24/7 doesn't 365 doesn't matter what's going on there was a hurricane that came through or a and, storm hurt. and in fact the 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 military leaders said listen it's a safety issue we're going to give you the option everyone everyone there, everyone said out, yeah. no we're going to guard it you know we're going to be there and yeah they each carried out the shit. i know we so. got to
1: go to break soon but when you when you talked about the sh- and before the break um you talked about the discipline and and that's where that comes from when you have somebody that's that committed That is chosen to be part of that operation that when given the option, you know, this could be an unsafe move right here, but, you know, you're, you're free to do it if you'd like. And their commitment is to do it. And it's that discipline that says, I can do this, and they continue to do it. I love that we have this kind of training at Murray County Public Schools. I love that we have different things like arts and stuff like that. I'm a big proponent and fan of music and all that. Um, But I'm just now getting the signal that I need to go to break and get a word from our sponsors. So we'll be back live or on location at Cullioca Unischool after a word from our sponsors.
0: Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. will be right back after these messages from our sponsors.
3: Hello, this is Rick Tillis. It is hard to believe that Tillis Jewelry opened a year ago this month. We love being a part of downtown Columbia, and we thank you all for the support, and we are looking forward to serving you in 2022. If you have not had a chance to stop by, we would love to meet you. Tillis Jewelry is a full-service jewelry repair and custom design shop. We carry beautiful jewelry from vintage to one-of-a-kind custom pieces.
0: Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia in Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services.
2: good times great music
0: wkrm 103.7 fm and
4: 1340 a.m front porch radio from yuletown
5: tennessee
0: welcome back you're listening to the big yellow school bus with your host jack cobb with murray county public schools
1: Welcome back to the podcast and radio show, The Big Yellow School Bus, on location at Cullioka Unit School with the Blue Knights. The Big Yellow School Bus radio show is on 103.7 FM. It airs Saturday mornings at 9 a.m., Sunday evenings at 7 p.m., and Monday afternoons at 4 p.m.
2: We need to correct that. Monday afternoon has now been moved back to 5 p.m. Okay. So, but keep on moving
1: now <laughs> all right so i've just been informed it's monday afternoons at 5 p.m so tune in listen to us on the radio if you don't get a chance to catch us on the radio we are on the podcast at front porch dot under the big yellow school bus man i've been having a great show here today um thank you butch andrew and isaiah for coming on and being part of the show Tell me a little bit more about your um, the, the current team right now. What's going on right now in, in the Blue Knights currently at Kalioka Unit School?
3: Well, we're retraining a lot of. Well, we're training a lot of very new members. We have uh, had an influx of recruits from the middle school uh, to come in, and boy, they're showing some really really special talent. They're learning fast. Uh, we're going to try to work them into our routines as fast as we can. We're working really hard on uh, these two. Uh, Andrew and and Isaiah are working really hard on the routine right now. But uh, to in order to get to the point where they can even think about the routine, he was mentioning early that there was a color which is a ribbon that they they earn. Uh, which is called the Green Ribbon, and that has about seven or eight different moves with the rifle that they have to be able to do while they're okay. marching. And that's what's going on right now.
1: Right now, you're so you're really gearing up towards the next big performance, which will right. be the end of February. Um, Mr. Sutton, Commandant Sutton, tell me a little bit about what is it that a role of Commandant for the uh, Blue Knights, what does that consist of? What do you do? I mean, is it— um, Oh, no. Hold on. Wait. You're not the commandant. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got it wrong. You're the commander. You're soon to be a commandant one day,
4: probably. Andrew, probably. tell me a little bit about what it means to be the commander of the Blue Knights. It's just... Uh, what does it entail? Uh, overlooking everything, making sure everything's flowing properly, uh, everybody's safe and doing what they're supposed to, and enforcing some rules if needed. Um, and there's and,
3: a few people who have... Uh, Got some bigger biceps because of rule enforcement.
1: Oh, is it uh, push-ups? Yes. (laughs) Pull-ups? Yeah.
2: And and don't let the soft voice fool you. (laughs) He's he's a pretty good-sized young man. So uh,
1: So you do have a good command voice and a good yelling voice? Maybe we'll hear that at the end of the show. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All right. And also, Colonel Jones, tell us a little bit about your position in the Blue Knights and what that entails.
5: Well, mostly I am getting orders from him, from and, Commander, and bringing them down Garland. Yeah, and bringing them down to the captains, making sure they're getting spread out throughout the unit, making sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to, watching their moves and spinning, and teaching people how to march.
1: Very cool. So, I and and Commandant Sutton, I I kind of was giving um, uh, Commander Garland your role mm-hmm. there because I was reading my notes and they were real close to each other. <laughs> What is that your role? I know you're the the, the teacher here and everything. And yes. so, what is it the commandant role has in this?
3: Well, much the much the same as as uh, Andrews as the commander. It, it's an over oversight to make sure safety, and to make sure that the lessons we teach through learning to march and learning chain of command and 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 learning what discipline really means. Not mm-hmm. you know. Is is That's my job I, okay. They need to come away with something more than you know, I was a blue knight You know They they got to come away from this
1: And it should be more like I was a blue knight Yes With a, with a confidence And you know That part of the disciplinary part of it And all that
3: well, because of because of COVID and, and stuff, we've we've had to re- to rebuild. I, f- I felt like the U- University of Tennessee football team. Uh, we're rebuilding this year. Uh, we've been rebuilding for uh, how many years? Yeah, I
1: was I was going <laughs> to smile. My daughter's an alumni of UT, and I've been to many many of football games there. Had some great times and had some disappointing <laughs> losses and some fun wins. But that rebuilding part seems to be getting old. I would, I'd like to see UT just come up and just um, grab a hold of it and go forward. I'm getting a signal right now from Mike that we've got about five minutes left, and we've got a, a special guest to do a, a shout-out on the show today that wasn't on the show. But we're going to go ahead and start our shout-outs now with about five minutes left. And, Mike, since you're the first prince on my left, I'll let you go first.
2: Wow, this is, this is an honor. I yeah, get you, to go to the first Yeah, don't think you've never so. done first, have you? Right, no. Uh... Actually, uh, my shout-out goes to Butch and Kim Sutton for the work that they have done here and are doing and will continue to do. Uh, I have personally seen their influence on the student body here, Um, and uh, they have taken, taken young people that really have been marginal before they got to them as far as behaviors and school success and turned them into successful people and they've done a fantastic job with this, with, with, both with the, the music programs and the Blue Knights. And I just uh, I just can't say enough about the, the influence that they have here and uh, and what they do for this school and for this county.
1: Excellent shout-out. Excellent, excellent. Commandant Butch Sutton and criminal justice teacher here at Kalioka Una School, what is your shout-out?
2: Uh, shout-out
1: to
3: two people. I have to shout-out to my wife because she makes sure I do what I'm supposed to do.
1: Hey, it's a partnership, man. It <laughs> yeah. works great. I have a wife at home also.
3: And the other shout out is to Darlene Blade, who takes care of us in so many ways I can't even begin to
1: thank her. Tell our listeners who is Darlene Blade? Darlene Blade
3: <clears throat> actually is is the vice president of an organization called CCFPA, which is Coyoca Community for the Performing Arts. And the her her son, Logan Blade, has sung on the Grand ole. i heard or. him, yeah. Uh, he's amazing.
1: He's impressive.
3: And uh, he will be uh, performing with us uh, for the tribute. He is
4: the, All right. the tribute. Excellent shout-out. All right, Commander Andrew Garland. I'd like to shout-out uh, the organization that Mr. Butch has talked about, uh Calico Community for Performing Arts. They've uh, given us many things over the years, uh, making sure that we're able to do what we can do.
1: That's a great shout-out. I, I really was hoping somebody would do that about that organization because that's one of my favorite things to have in the community. All right, Colonel Isaiah Jones.
5: I'd like to shout-out my mom and my grandma. They've been supporting me through all this, and uh, my grandma's down real bad right now. So,
1: Oh, well, I hope she gets better. I love family shout outs. I do it all the time. I have a personal shout out. I would like to shout out, and this is not affiliated with Kaleoka Unit School, but this is a shout out to Mr. Philip Brown. He was the band director at Columbia Central High School for about 21 years combined service. And he uh, passed away recently. So I just had to keep him in the memories and on the radio. Philip, we love you. You did a great job. You taught my kids the the value of the music and how you know just so much not just music but life in general he was a great mentor so we talked about—that's the shout-outs for everybody that was on the show. We talked about having a special guest. So in the room, we have kind of an audience. It's, it's, I believe it's Mr. Sutton's—one of his classes we ran over. He said, well, we'll just bring them in, and they can hang out with us. So thank you for listening, to y'all. appreciate it. But we asked for anybody that wanted to do a shout-out, and Mr. Ryan Bitework was first to raise his hand. And I believe, Ryan, you are part of the Blue
5: Knights. Yes, I am. Excellent. I- I'd like to give a shout-out to my mom and dad, Steve and Jessica Bitework for supporting me through all my life and getting me into these organizations. And I'd also like to shout-out Columbia Vacuum and Appliances.
1: Cool. Do I need to go there and buy something? Yeah, it's a good store. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, those are great shout outs. It's
2: always great to shout out family and being. Go ahead, Mike. You want to say something? Well, just before before we do sign off and, and stuff like that, remind us again when this upcoming performance is for. Uh, it's it's
5: sweets February twenty sixth
1: at seven o'clock. All right. We were talking, we got, only got a few minute, about a minute left. So we were talking about what is something that's synonymous with the Blue Knights and what do you do at the end of every show? So if you guys could like go ahead and give us the real live shout out performance of what you do and we'll close out the Big yellow School Bus with that. Okay, on three, one, two, three. Officium!
2: officium, duty on
5: the country, duty, duty on our country. country.
1: Wow, thank you so much. That's this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus on location at Culeoka Unit School. Thanks for joining us. Catch us on our podcast. Have a great day.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Sundays at 7 p.m., and Mondays at 5 p.m. Right here on WKRM 103.7 FM.